0: Hey, you are here on 633 Wake Up Podcast with your co-host Sharon McComb, certified life coach, and me, Kimberly Bellrose, faith coach. And we're here to team up and spur the believer in you to wake up. Our coaching works episodes are our hope that you, the listeners gain an awareness of the profession of coaching and how it works and how it can help anyone with anything. And on Wednesday's episodes, you will find me, Kimberly, with their wake up as I use my life experiences, stories, visions, and I hope to wake up the believer in you to believe for more because it doesn't matter where you are. There's always more. And on Fridays, you will find Sharon with Checkmate as she shares from her training and her experience and discusses the many ways that we get stuck in life, giving insight, tips and tools from her training and experience to affect change in our lives. Now, last week, we talked about our ABCs. So, we started a little mini series, and it is how godly women should act and react if we want to be in the world but not of it. Last week, we talked about A, the attitudes. And we hoped we brought a point across that said coaching works to help find our attitudes, help define our attitudes and align our attitudes to the kingdom of God. Coaching works with that. Today, we're talking about the B of the ABCs. And this is our behavior. Now, my belief is it is that our, our attitudes are the force behind our behavior. So once we've dealt with attitudes, and we've found them, we've defined them, we've aligned them to the kingdom. Then I got to tell you people, there's going to be change. When your attitudes are aligned, your behavior will change. There's no doubt about it. The only choice is your the only choice that's yours is to submit your choice. Really? That's what it is, so I think we mentioned last week that what is our behavior? and you know it's it's the what we do, how we act and react, um, and our behavior should reflect our identity as daughters of the kingdom. And coming again from a faith coach perspective. I want to read from the Message Bible. Of course, those who know me know that's the Bible I read from 90% of the time these days. And so here it is. I want to read today from Titus, chapter 2, verses 1 through 7. Your job is to speak out on the things that made, make for solid doctrine guide older men into lives of temperance, dignity, and wisdom, into healthy faith, love, and endurance. guide older women into the lives of reverence, so they end up neither as gossips or drunks, but models of goodness. by looking at them the younger women will know how to love their husbands and children. be virtuous and pure. give a good, keep a good house, be good wives. We don't want anyone looking down on God's message because of their behavior. Also, guide the young men to live disciplined lives. But mostly, show them all this by doing it yourself. Incorruptible in your teaching, your words, and sane. So, that's just a little picture of how our lives and how our behavior can affect different roles and different um, ways that we just behave in life. So, Sharon, what do you think about it so far today?
1: Well, my two cents worth in right? Yeah. Um, so I would say that when you have aligned your attitudes so that they... Uh, match the Holy Spirit's purpose for us. And, and, I mean, we have to understand, when we align to the kingdom, we align ourselves with the power of the Holy Spirit, right? And so, the first behavior that changes, once we line up with God's purpose and God's word, the first behavior that's going to change in us is that Holy Spirit is going to start to convict us of where we, our lives don't show that, right? So where our behavior doesn't now reflect our new attitudes. And so that conviction that comes from the Holy Spirit, now working with our willing hearts, because our attitudes have changed, um, is going to start to point to you, point you in the direction of the areas of your life that God would like to see changing, that don't match up. And so we're going to start to... to want to change areas of our lives and where coaching works with that i think is that first of all we keep you on that line so coaching helps to keep us motivated and keep us going in a forward direction by always keeping our eyes on what's going on helping us not to get so distracted by life um, and keeping us um, motivated to keep having goals to move forward and so when you start to get those convictions coming to you about areas of your life, then you're going to you're gonna say to your coach, okay, these are the areas of life that God is showing me need to change. But I don't know what to do, right? A lot of people, especially when they get to this point, is there's so much change. I know there was for me. I mean, it knocked my socks off when God, you know, finally got a hold of my attitudes and said, you know, if you're going to do it my way, this needs to change. But there was a million things. And so how do you know where to start? right? So your coach is going to help you sift through what are your priorities, You know, help you get in touch with God and hone down where he wants you to work first. And as a life coach, I have tools that we use in, in, in those meetings that can help you figure out what area of your life you need to work on first, and what parts of those areas need to be tackled first, and then set goals to do those things? So I, I'm in total agreement that coaching works to help you start to change your behavior to align up with your new attitudes?
0: Yes. And like I said a few minutes ago, you know, the first choice is admitting that you don't have a choice. You know, that's our first behavior is to submit to the authority. You know, many of us as human beings, I mean, we, I mean, come on, we all know we like to be in control. We like control of our own lives. Um, you know, we like control of you know, I just want my way. I want my way with even in my relationship with God. I want my way with uh, my my spouse, my children, my, you know, my, in my job, my money, uh, my decorating, my flower garden. I, it doesn't matter. But I think that control is just really hard to let go. And it is one of the things that it isn't one of the things. It's the thing. You know, when you come from a Christian perspective, which both Sharon and I do, it is the thing that must let go for any of these changes to happen.
1: Sharon? Yeah, I agree. Um, the only thing I would, I would not disagree, but I see it slightly different. When you say that um, we don't really have a choice. Uh, I want to just clarify that a little bit because, and it it depends on your personality, how you see this. Because for me, it worked better, instead of saying I don't have a choice, to say I am choosing constantly. Yes. I am choosing constantly to submit. And I think your last point about control is the secret to that because um in my life i've i've been a control freak almost like i I want to be in control of my life and so for me the the biggest part of that uh and i think it was a god thing training me really to look at the fact that i'm it's i'm choosing to give up control um instead of saying i have no control i have no choice i mean because Choice is a big deal to me. Choice has always been a big deal to me. And it still is, even as a believer. So my choice is to submit to God. And that, I mean, I'm going to be honest with everybody out there. I'm, I'm not saying that it always works. I'm not saying that every time I choose. I would like to say that, but I'm not, you know, I'm not there yet. I think Jesus is the only one that was ever there. But... You know, I I really try hard to consciously choose all the time to submit to God. Mm -hmm. And that doesn't always happen without a little bit of Mm -hmm. battle.
0: Yeah, I hear you. You know, I I think of my inner brat, you know, and Mm -hmm. sometimes I have to tell my inner brat to just like sit down and be quiet, you know. We're, we're, go, we're doing this or we're not doing that. Right. And, um, yeah, I hear what you're saying, and I understand the concept that being able to choose to submit is better than saying that you don't have a choice. Um, I'm thinking that, you know, if you want to be happy, you know, you hear that thing all the time, you know, it's like if you want a happy life, happy wife you know, happy spouse, happy house. Um, You know, and my, my motto in my life is, you know, if I, the best place to be is in the center of God's will for me. So when it comes to fighting my control, if I just take a moment and know that he's a good, good father, Mm -hmm. that He has plans to bless me, to prosper me, to give me a hope and a future. Um, You know, his ways to see things and act and react to things are very different than the world's many, maybe all the time. And to align them. Pardon? I think all the time. Yeah. So when I stop and take a moment, talk to my little inner brat And say, like, do you really, really want your own way? Because you might be going around that mountain again just to get right back to this point to submit or not. It is my choice. It is a choice that I have to make. And Mm -hmm. it definitely defines my behavior in every area of my life.
1: And it really points to living intentionally. I think a lot of times, even as Christian women, we allow life to just happen to us. We don't really um, plan. We don't really, we just kind of, I know I did. I just kind of, you know, sped along by the seat of my pants, right? And it was, it was I wasn't really planning for a whole lot. And in, in the secular world, when you listen to a lot of the, the health and wellness teaching, It talks a lot about living intentionally, being in the moment, right? Um, And it's, I mean, that's all truth. It's, you know, I I don't always think it's from the same perspective. I think it's always better to look at it from a godly perspective. But even the world knows the truth. And as Christian women, I think it's important we start to, to live intentionally. And part of that intentionality is to say, this is where I want to be in life. This is the kind of person I want to to be. I want to line up with God's will for my life and God's word and I want to live that out and that's only going to happen if we intentionally put a plan in place in every area of our life and it can be overwhelming so so the secret is to start with one area of your life and start to plan out and walk out that behavior, right? It's starting new habits. Yes. Is what it is. It's choosing to say, I'm not going to do it the old way. I'm going to do it the new way and start some new habits. And everybody knows it's a little bit difficult to do. Um, it takes perseverance and it takes motivation and it takes accountability. And that's what coaching can help you with through this transition. From the life you were leading to the life you want to be leading. And it doesn't matter what you're you're trying to change. And it doesn't matter what behavior you want to incorporate into your life or, or remove from your life. That's what coaching does. It helps you work through changes and, and help them. That way they stick. That way you, you have that person on your side to say, okay, but, you know, yes, but wasn't this what you wanted to do? Isn't this how you wanted to act? Mm-hmm. How is this going to get you to there? Right. Mm. So I think that um, we need to really focus on being, doing it on purpose, being intentional. Yes. And that's what was too. Right. God gave us lots of choices and he loves to see his daughters making choices for him. Yes. And for, which are really choices for, for us yes when I choose God for me I am really choosing me I'm choosing the life that he wants me to have and that's the best thing for me yes what areas of our life um do we want to talk about like I think I think it would be helpful maybe for our listeners to hear an area of your life where quickly where you where you aligned yourself and changed your behavior
0: Oh my goodness. Um okay, so I I'm going to use parenting as an example. And so many so I got married the first time when I was 17. I had two kids. It was a very controlling, abusive marriage. I left because he punched my son. You know, there's that really quick story of 6 years gone. <laughs> and then I am I'm am with my new husband and we're you know have two children and but there was always a power struggle between us as parenting. And I didn't understand it and my you know my husband was quite convinced that I was the problem and I was quite convinced that he was the problem. And one day one day during my prayer time I had been taken away into a vision. And this vision was like Abraham taking Isaac up to the mountain to be sacrificed, but it was me taking my kids. And we are, you know, we're carrying the firewood and we've got everything we need and we're going up this path in this vision. And I know that I'm going to sacrifice my children, but I trust God. So I was I was okay in this vision. Really, I was. And I tied my kids down on this stone altar thing, I tied them on the stone table looking thing. And I lit the fire underneath, you know, or whatever. And I raised my hand with the knife in total faith. But then in the vision, I turned and gave the knife to my husband. Oh my gosh, I freaked right out. It's like, no way. No way, God. No, no, absolutely no and then began. So first, what happened is, you know, God found the attitude, the thinking pattern that was the force behind my behavior. And it also is what um, developed a character in me, which when we talk next week about the ABCs, you know, we're going to look at character and what that means. And I'm telling you, the Holy Spirit found it on a pinpoint, knew what it was. And so began the journey and the healing and the restoration that changed not just me, not just my parenting, not just my children, not just my marriage, not just the relationship between father and children. It changed the whole ball game. And, you know, that's how I think behavior can affect the roles in our lives.
1: Yep, I can see that totally. And I, I've been there. You know, you have to trust somebody else with your kids, and that's that's a hard thing. Um, so I can I can identify with that. I um I had a an experience which I'm not going to get into totally right now, but it was a life changing experience really. Um, and God totally changed my attitude about um, his. Order of authority. Um, in, in in God's world, there's an order of authority, and He's pretty clear about it. And it, it He showed me that I was wrong in my thinking about um, being in authority in my marriage, and I was living, had been living my marriage uh, very much being the one in control of everything, and. Um, And yeah, he, he tore that right out from under me and he changed the way I think about not just marriage, about a lot of things. Sometimes you're going to find that when you align your attitudes with his, it doesn't affect only one area, right? It affects like, it was almost like the undergirding of all my other beliefs and thoughts. You know. And uh I remember being having this little bathroom floor experience where I was yelling at God because I was mad because I did not want to agree with him. And um and yet even while I was doing that I knew I agreed with him because somewhere in me I submitted to his authority. And that changed my attitude toward the role of a wife in a relationship and the role of a husband and according to scripture uh the husband is the head over the wife and so god's order of authority was god then the husband then the wife
0: and then the children
1: and the children and i mean i i was not going to ever come to that on my own there's no way but god changed me and and as a result of that um, I worked through years of, of sorting out what that really meant mm-hmm. in every area of my life, and a lot of my behavior changed. Yes. Now, in my marriage, I have a healthy, godly attitude towards what my role is and what my husband's role is and how we work together, and um, God honors that. You know, I have changed my behavior.
0: Yeah. Yes. You sure have. I've watched it a
1: long it. time.
0: I've watched it happen over 25 years and it has been a roller coaster. It's been an awesome thing to watch God transform you into the wife that you are now. I give him all the glory. But people we're out of time. And like I said in the beginning of this episode, when your attitudes get Defined and aligned to the kingdom, there your behavior will change, and your behavior changes as slow or as fast as you want, and coaching works to help you set those goals and to you know give you accountability to be the cheerleader, to keep you on the path marking forward in the way you want to go. Um, So if you want to reach either Sharon or I today, you can find our links and emails in the show notes, or you can just, you know, hop on over to find Sharon at WildflowerWomen.ca and you can find me at 633-wakeup.com. You will see everything there that we do and what we promote. And we just we just want to be there for you. You can sign up for my free WinWords devotional that c- to go into your e- uh, inbox every day. Um and you know, we just thank you. We thank you for being with us. We bless you. We bless you for sharing with others. We bless you for leaving encouraging words. And until next time, be blessed and be a blessing.